Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ah, yes, lovely, lovely, lovely. Hi everybody, shuffling under my desk, getting myself ready for a lovely chat with you all. It's LGBTQ plus history month everybody and to see it out, our final little nod to LGBTQ plus history this month, we're talking about queer spaces in history. We've got some questions that we've been asking you a lot about, talking about statues, you've all been sending in your ideas, your thoughts... And we're talking to the wonderful Joseph Galliano. He is the founder of Queer Britain, the first bricks and mortar LGBTQ plus museum in the UK. So that's all coming up. What a cornucopia, as they say. Have you caught up with last week's episode with world famous agony uncle JP Bramer? Mm hmm. Well, if you haven't, what are you doing? And secondly, do not forget to sign up to our Stonewall interview marathon this Wednesday. Homo Sapiens is hosting a live interview marathon to raise money for Stonewall. And I'll be chatting to Jesse Ware. I'll be chatting to Joe Lyser. And I'll be chatting to comedian Daniel Fox. There will be prize giveaways. It's completely free and it's online so you can do it in your pants. Who's in, I ask you? The link to sign up is in our Instagram bio and episode description. Go, go, go is all I can say to you. Um, keep emailing us hello at homo sapienspodcast.com or on instagram at homo sapiens tell us what you thought of an episode tell you what you think of my haircut why you so badly dressed in gym clothes all the time chris things like that drop us a line for crying out loud it don't cost anything so we asked you listeners do we need more statues celebrating lgbt history 97 percent of you said obviously Yes. 3% of you said no. Which figures of LGBT history need a statue and where? So, things people wanted were... Sir Ian McKellen said Slim with Coles. Maggie Thatcher in the bin. <laughs> Quite a good statue of Maggie Thatcher just in a bin. Ridders wants Elaine Chambers and Robert Eli near the Ministry of Defence. DNA Photo wants Alan Turing and Joe Orton in London. KM747 says Peter Tatchell in Soho. Uh, Print wants Alan Turing in front of the Ministry of Defence. That would be lovely. Paul wants David Hockney or Francis Bacon. Gary says we should have a monument to Justin Fashnu, which would be wonderful. Matt says Alan Turing. So a few Alan Turing's birds says Alan Turing. And then they say almost wrote Alan Cumming. Why not both Alans? Why not? Let's have a statue to Alan. Sean Bean said Madonna. Herbie wants the Alan Turing statue in Milton Keynes. So, lots of ideas there. I'm quite into the Maggie Thatcher in the bin one. 
And then we did a little poll. Who would you like to see a statue of? And we gave you some options. Marsha P. Johnson came in in pole position with 49% of you wanting Marsha P. Johnson. In second place was Peter Tatchell, activist and guest on this podcast, uh, available on the feed with 25% was Peter Tatchell, 25%. And then third place, Jennifer Coolidge of White Lotus fame, which I'm very much behind. And then fourth place was Munro Bergdorf with 12% of you saying you wanted Munro. I mean, what a fabulous statue that would be. Hello. I'm all for it myself. So that's what the monuments that you all want. Let's go and talk about even more things to do with the monuments. Let's go and talk to Joe of Queer Britain, the museum. Everybody, if you get down to Queer Britain Museum, let me know. We should do a little outing. What do you think? Here's our chat with Joe. Hi, Joseph. How are you? Yeah, really good. Really good. Very good. Very busy. Do you call yourself Joseph or Joe? Um, it depends how cross my mother is with me. <laughs> Joe is fine. If I'm feeling very pretentious when it comes to bylines, I always use Joseph. Joseph. Giuseppe, Giuseppe is fine. Or Oi. Works <laughs> Oi well. works. Um, hey, listen, so I'm pleased we're sitting here talking about this because it's been a long time in the making. I'm referring to your museum, not the conversation. Uh, and yet no time at all. And yet no time at all. I wonder if we just start with the simple stuff. What? What is Queer Britain? So Queer Britain is the UK's first national LGBTQ plus museum for all. So it's for everybody, regardless of sexuality or gender identity or expression. Mm, in amazing. King's Crossing, uh, the beautiful, beautiful building in Granary Square. Because one of the things when we first spoke about it was it was about having a bricks and mortar space to celebrate queer culture, right? Because I think we all know that yeah. there can be wonderful um, exhibitions and wonderful sections on podcasts and wonderful dot, dot, dot. But nowhere that actually physically physically represents in a consistent way and in our own voices and where we're in control of our own stories ah interesting yes you know there's some fantastic work happening in the cultural sector and has been for a few years but it often it relies on activists curators and people who are very active within an organization to make those things happen Mm. sometimes those people move on and those organizations then lose that impetus Mm -hmm. to keep telling these stories and uh, we want to be part of encouraging more of that we want to see growth in the sector and to be a a catalytic central space for it as well great well you know let's hope so now you mentioned granary square so that's in london's fashionable king's cross in that kind of new bit they've built restored yeah 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 they've they've restored that part it's it's quite what does it look like what does your space look like is it big (laughs) is it small it's medium sized Mm -hmm. good my (laughs) mon favorite No, we've got four guys. It's lovely. We've got a shop. We've got four galleries. Oh, wow. Um, we've got studio space. We've got uh, office space. Uh, fully accessible. It's in a heritage building. It's in a grade two listed building, I think it is. Fantastic landlords in the shape of Art Fund, mm-hmm. who fund acquisitions for museums and galleries uh, for the nation, uh, as, well, as well as develop a curatorial practice. And God, I love a gift shop. Let's just let's just pull the plaster <laughs> off and talk about the gift shop. I want to talk key rings. I want to talk tote bags. Yeah, yeah. Well, we've got all of that stuff. No, and actually, we've that is changed. That is progress. <laughs> we've got it. It's progress writ large, yeah. isn't it? That's writ large. Um, some things that we've got that I'm really excited about is that we have um, we, we launched an art prize, which was which we did as the the Queer Britain Madame F prize. Ah, wicked. What we did is we asked for submissions on the theme, uh, artwork on uh, any medium on the theme, uh, queer creativity, mm. and um, had a fantastic judging panel. 
And um, uh, the, the two main prize winners for that were a wonderful painter called Sadie Lee, who um, had a brilliant, brilliant photorealistic uh, portrait of the cabaret artist and legend David Hoyle. Oh, right. Yeah. Um, and um, so we've got that painting on display, and then there will also be selling prints of that um, in the gift shop, along with um, we got <laughs> we got the samples in. Uh, just last week, um, there's some material that's been turned from the second prize winner, which is um, uh, Paul Harfleet, um, who did the fabulous, very, very exciting Pansy Project, which is always worth it. Oh, I love the Pansy Project. They wrote to us. Yeah. 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 Really, really beautiful, emotional project um, addressing um, reclaiming spaces from homophobic assaults. But he's also absolutely obsessed with bird watching and ornithology. Yes. And so he makes these prints of, makes his paintings of birds, and then he dresses himself up with references to those birds that he's, he's painted. Oh, really? <laughs> and, and then <laughs> he he's create, creates these images of himself in this kind of mad outfit next to these birds. And uh, we, turn in those, we turn those into um Greetings cards. Oh, and wicked. Forth. And actually, is it, am I right? The Pansy Project was he went and planted pansies wherever there had been homophobic attacks. Is that right? That's right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's right. Yeah. I love that. Um, and, and a very, yeah. I and mean, that's a very sort of queer intervention, isn't it? Yes. A very sort of, a very sort of queer response. You know, throw some glitter on it, doesn't it? Take something awful and throw some glitter. That's so weird you say that. I literally was about to say, where there's mud, we, we sprinkle glitter. It's like, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's, it's just that kind of different take. And also, like, if I think about my standing in the gift shop of, you know, the Tate shop or whatever, and I look around, mm. I love an art gallery gift shop. I just think it's, I don't know what it is I love about it. I think it feels like, I suppose more informal maybe um but mm-hmm. but similarly creative and also it's a bit more tactile and you know there's pencils and rubbers and you can take something home with you yeah. you can't take the stuff off the walls yeah. but you can take some, <laughs> you can take well unless you're into organizing high level heists no Wait, but that that happens people do do hey, that hey they still we don't encourage we don't encourage it in our space <laughs> hey uh, <laughs> they're just expressing themselves as burglars <laughs> <laughs> Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. If you look around, I imagine I'm throwing a number here, but like sixty to seventy percent of what is on those walls and exciting is is made by queer people because the relationship between queer and and art and creativity and all of that is just so it's untangleable, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, and this is this 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 really plays to the absolute core of why queer Britain needs to exist because it's about making sure that you know we can we can see ourselves explicitly in those mm. uh, in those things we can understand the cultural impact mm. that we've made as a set of communities way above our you know we fit way above our, our 
weight punched above our weight is that the right phrase i think so it's a bit like my grandmother always used to say about the irish she said we're very very talented people for a small island i think the same of queer people because it's expression isn't it oppression Mm -hmm. leads to expression which leads to creativity often not always sometimes it's not as beautiful a response but um and i suppose you're celebrating moments but also celebrating creations because i imagine there's a lot of history that you want to help people understand because a lot of people talk about how queer people don't know their history no one knows about the real truth yeah, behind um, Stonewall, etc. And so, so certainly, certainly for the opening display, there's about sort of forty images of um, real sort of historical import, um, and they range back to drawing attention to you know, Clause Twenty Eight, to um, representation of drag kings, both in the in the nineties and in the eighteen seventies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow! You know, it, it covers cultural moments, activist moments, legal moments. Mm. Um, really does kind of go the whole gamut, right through from through from protest to uh, celebrating um, people like Brian Epstein, who was the person who, more than anybody, really made the Beatles mm. the band that they were and the success that they were. Um, you know, we look at. Um, Somebody like Justin Fashion, who, who yeah. to, to this day, one of the only out gay footballers, first black million pound footballer. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that that needs to be that needs to be remarked upon and needs to be recognised and celebrated. Yes, and also perhaps. Um... I don't know, you know, like it's obviously it's a bit opaque with Justin Fashnu, or perhaps I don't know enough about it, but you know, like he killed himself, right? And yeah. the pressures of being an out gay man in sport, and that probably have a link that is worth exploring even today. Absolutely, absolutely. But I think I think that's kind of a trope that is uh, gone over quite thoroughly with, with somebody like Justin. Yes. And actually, at, at this moment, I'd prefer to go, look at what a fantastic player he was. Look at what he did ah, in terms of... Okay. Look at what he did in terms of um, his, his, his position in the business as a, as a black football player. Interesting. Um, Celebrate. It's quite interesting the point that perhaps we're landing on is that maybe a lot of queer history has been in the hands of the tabloids to say look at Justin Fashnu for example a man who you know killed himself because he was gay and and that that kind of outside from the outside looking in and actually this is about let's celebrate someone as a queer community who did who who did incredible stuff that perhaps was a a little overlooked for salacious reasons I I think I think that's right and I think that you know there is that that kind of um typical tabloid particularly of its time but maybe now i don't know i don't really follow the tabloids sort of so much now but of the of the time that sense of you know hounding somebody mm. treating them appallingly and then uh turning them into a cautionary story yes yes and uh you know and he was he was very much used as a cautionary story as to why mm. you know, it doesn't work for you shouldn't come out if you're a football player look at justin question well mm. you know frankly it's nonsense yes so here I am trying to work out what to do of a Sunday afternoon with uh, my mum and my grandmother. Yeah. Can I bring them to Queer Britain? Oh, we call ourselves the Museum for All. Wonderful. The image that I always come back to, it's a young person who's just come out to their parents. It's a place for them both to visit together and for them both to come away feeling like they're all a part of this exciting uh, broader family. Wow, I love that. Joe, how did you end up in this building? How do do you have to persuade people to give you this space, or have you bought it, or how does it work? Because I imagine it's really hard to get hold of a large space in central London 
in order for us to do this brilliant work you're doing? Well, first, first of all, you, you, you build a charity and you build an organization that's kind of credible and resi- resilient mm-hmm. as possible. You talk to everybody that you can possibly talk to and you keep talking to everybody you can talk to. And we'd actually, we'd actually become aware a couple of years ago that this was likely to come up, although we thought it would probably be about in about another year's time. Mm-hmm. And um, when it did come up, um, we put in a proposal for the board when they were considering, for the board of the landlord when they were considering um, who was going to take over. Um, the board voted for us. They liked what we represented. They liked what we were looking to do. Um, they liked the business model. Um, and they also wanted to play a part in uh, increasing the sort of diversity and the cultural sort of remit of the work that they do. Mm. So it was a nice, it was a nice fit. Fab. When you say it's a, a business model, what will we be having to pay to get in and all those kinds you of things? You won't have to. Yeah, you'll never have to pay to get in. Shut up. Well, I, no, look, if we're going to be about inclusion, that has to be about economic inclusion mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I, don't want, I don't want to see anyone turned away because they can't afford to get in. That's... Now, we'll be collecting donations every single place that we can. There'll be those clear boxes, and as, yeah. As you, have, as, you, as you mentioned earlier, um, we'll have a very good gift shop. Yes. <laughs> but no, I, I, I don't want to open a museum that people have to Great. pay to get into. Well, I'm thrilled to hear that because, you know, I feel like we're the most exciting bit of queer, you know, 9.0 that I feel like we're in at the moment is like, we're all banding together, aren't we? You know, LGBTQIA plus a sort of I feel, you know, obviously it's not all straightforwards and beer and skittles, but like it's really trying to just bring everyone together and represent together, and it's all our shared history. Yeah, and there's and none of that exists without the other on that spectrum. Yeah, yeah you yeah. know, the L doesn't exist without the G, the B, the T, the Q. You know, it's all uh, everybody. I think there's a space and a need. I think for everyone to link arms. Yeah, in that, and and, and you know, understand where our differences may be. But I think we've got a whole lot more in common than we have different. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And let's build on that. And by God, doesn't it make it a more interesting life? One hundred percent. It really does. Well, Joseph, this has been a wonderful chat. I will be through that door, let me tell you. And I'm not just talking about into the gift shop. I'm talking about around the exhibitions. And I will be taking my mother and whoever else wants to come, quite right. frankly, since it's free. I mean, you know, we'll all pile on. Fantastic. And I'm, I'm, I'm going to insist that you do end up in the gift shop, I'm afraid. Or even start there, to be honest. Okay, 100%. That's, you know... <laughs> you don't get out that easy. It can bookend it. I, we'll, we'll start, <laughs> yeah. we'll buy a few, maybe a few light bites for the journey around the space. Then we'll come back, yeah. get pencil. <laughs> cases and rubbers for the start of the summer term how does that sound it it sounds like a deal (laughs) well i don't know about you after that i'm just dying to get down there and it's going to be there for a long time and it'd be really nice to see how it evolves you know feels like they're doing such exciting things though Thank you so much for listening. This Thursday, we've got another episode of Gauze because we are the gift that keeps on giving. We will be speaking to power couple Mark Gators and Ian Hallard. Please get in touch and stay connected on Instagram at Homo Sapiens, at Homo Sapiens Podcast on Facebook. And email your comments, email your questions, email your agony uncles to hello at Homo Sapiens Podcast.com. I'm going to go and make a chicken soup now. Well, I'm not going to make it, I'm going to eat it. It's been made in Australia where I am. You see, they sell jars of soup like glass jars better than plastic and it's delicious so that's all i've been eating i love them all right everyone take care lots of love
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Powered by Spirit Studios.